Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Molly Hootie about her wedding at Paddlefish at Disney Springs. And Molly and Bo had one of the first, if not the first, post-COVID-19 wedding at Walt Disney World. And today we are going to talk all about what her original wedding plans were like, what they ended up being, and how it all turned out. So welcome, Molly. Hi, Carrie. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to talk with you today. Likewise, I'm so glad you could be on the show today. I would love for you to start at the beginning and tell my listeners a little bit about what you were originally planning to do for your wedding. Yes. So originally, we were planning to get married at Disneyland in California, and we were going to have our venue for the ceremony at the Rose Court Garden and our reception at the Sleeping Beauty Pavilion. So that was the plan for June 27th, 2020. And as you know, Disneyland is not yet open. So that didn't work out, but that's okay. (laughs) So how did you make that tough decision to switch? And how did you choose Paddlefish? Honestly, I was really hopeful. I, you know, I had a lot of coworkers and friends who were like oh I'm sorry your wedding is off and I don't know I didn't want to hear that I like hung on to the very last second quite literally so yeah I it wasn't until our coordinator from Disneyland reached out and said it's not gonna work for your date that we canceled and then we were trying to see if we could switch it to Disney World and found out that that wouldn't work And that was on May 27th, exactly a month from our original date. And actually the date we ended up getting married on anyways. But yeah, so that was when we found out, you know, Disneyland, Disney World themselves cannot have the wedding June 27th. So then that night is when I started researching other options and came across Paddlefish. Wow. Okay. What other options did you consider? I was in a pretty unique situation because when I was planning my wedding, I was living in California as well as my fiance, but we had accepted roles with the Disney College program at Walt Disney World in Florida, and that was supposed to start August 3rd, which as you probably know has since been canceled, but so we were planning on moving to Florida anyways. So we just thought, you know what, let's look at Florida options because we're moving there anyways. So I was looking at Paddlefish. Honestly, I was just trying to find somewhere quick and somewhere that still had that Disney, you know, relationship. But after Disneyland and Disney World didn't work out, really the next option that I considered was Paddlefish. Like that was pretty much it. Got it. Okay, so you had one month to plan this. Did you also have to find a new photographer or did your original photographer go with you? 
we pretty much had to get completely new vendors, everything. So yes, had to get a new photographer. And I was very impressed with how Regina handled everything. Like I reached out to her, relatively speaking, pretty last minute. And she was just absolutely phenomenal. Like I was blown away by how accommodating she was. And it looks like you also had some amazing floral arrangements. How did you find a vendor for that? Yes. So that's what I'm excited to talk about is we booked the whole wedding through a organization called Just Mary. And they do weddings like at the Swan and Dolphin and also at Paddlefish. So basically, I was looking at Just Mary's website and I saw that Paddlefish was one of the options there. And Just Mary has relationships with florists in the area. And so we worked with Just Mary and they set us up with, I think it was Raining Roses Productions and they were fantastic. Got it. Okay. And then how did you go about getting your license? Great question. So, you know, when we were getting married in California, we went to the Honda Center and we're, you know, got the California one. And then when we decided to switch it to Florida, we... Basically, it was like a week before the wedding, we went up to the courthouse in Florida and got a new marriage license. Okay, so they were open and that wasn't a hassle or anything. Yes, they were open. So California, it was a lot harder. Like I probably spent two hours on the phone on hold trying to get an appointment for a marriage license. And then I didn't even need it anyways, but that's okay. Florida was a lot easier. (laughs) Okay, so you guys were moving to Florida, but how did your friends and family react when they found out that the wedding they thought they were going to in California was now going to be in Florida? (laughs) Oh, you know, it was, we're honestly in a pretty unique place because aside from my husband's dad and sisters and stepmom, they are in California, but the rest of our family is elsewhere. So my family is from Philadelphia area and the rest of my family is from pretty much all over the East Coast and Midwest and as well as Bose. So it wasn't too much of a hassle just because a lot of my family would have been traveling anyways to California for the wedding. But I think Bose family was a little bit, I don't want to say thrown off, but I mean, definitely surprised that we were going to just up and move the whole thing across the country. So, but they're great. Like they were, they're super, super excited and everything, but yeah, it was, it was definitely a little bit of a surprise, I guess. <laughs> wow. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? Originally, we were going to have about 100 guests at Disneyland. But because of COVID, we at first on May 27th, when I initially reached out to Just Mary and Paddlefish, they told us that we could only have 10 people total. So they and then they said, well, you might be able to have more people, but I'm not sure. Like, so we have, yeah, we planned for 10 people. And then on June 11th, we got the email that we can have up to 40 people. So we ended up having 26. But it was basically just very close family and some of like my brother's girlfriend and a few people like that. But So on the second round of invitations, pretty much everyone that was invited came. So, (laughs) Wow. And so last minute, too. That's amazing that that many people were able to make it. Yes, it honestly was. But 
with a few exceptions, like my dad's mom wasn't able to make it because of her health and just, you know, like safety with COVID and everything. And, you know, some of Bo's grandparents also weren't able to come because of that as well, which, of course, you know, you love them and want them to be there, but we got to keep people safe. And, you know, it is what it is. But yeah. Right. Now, were you and your guests required to wear masks or conform to any other physical distancing requirements? Basically, anywhere on Disney property where you are outside, we were required to wear masks. But I will say, like, when we were taking pictures at Old Key West, those who were being photographed could take off their masks for, like, the duration of the photo being taken because we were distancing from people who were walking by or... If somebody wasn't in the picture but was waiting to get in a photo, they had to have their mask on. So same situation like at Disney Springs. And at Paddlefish, we didn't have to have our masks on during the ceremony because it was such a small group. And also during the reception, we because they're eating, we didn't have to have them on. But I do think at the reception, the tables were spaced apart a specific distance. But other than that, it wasn't nothing... Just, you know, aside from the obvious, keeping the guest count down. Yeah, pictures and stuff, people didn't have to wear masks, which was good for pictures. <laughs> and then did you do any dancing or anything? Because I know that's one of the things Disney has floated, that you might not be able to have dancing now. So it's interesting. We, there were so many other things going on during our reception that we didn't have, like, big group dances. Now, I did have my first dance with my husband, and I did have a dance with my dad as well. But other than that, there wasn't like a dance floor per se. There honestly, there just wasn't enough space with the table spacing and everything. And I think guests felt more comfortable refraining from dancing at this time. So, Right. You used the deck for the ceremony. Which venue did you use for your reception at Paddlefish? We used just right when you walk in from the deck, that private dining room. And did you have a DJ or musicians or anything? Any kind of entertainment? Yeah, so we had a string quartet play during the ceremony. So they played all of the music for the ceremony. And then a little bit after as we were, you know, walking into the reception. But we we did not have a DJ. We did just plug in my iPhone and I had playlists. And so we were playing just music through speakers for some ambiance. Actually, my dad and I sang together so that was fun but other than that yeah no no dj or anything like that that's cool did you practice beforehand or it was a song you both knew (laughs) you know it's funny we meant to practice beforehand but with everything going on and planning and stuff and you know like i didn't i didn't see my dad until right before because we we drove from california and my dad and family drove down from philadelphia so there was just so much going on the, you know, week and a half that we had before the wedding that we didn't end up ever practicing. And I didn't even know if we were going to do it on the day of the wedding. But then I was feeling a lot less nervous than I thought I would. And so my dad and I were like, oh, should we sing Drops of Jupiter? Because we sing it together all the time. And we're like, yeah, let's just go for it. Like, why not? It was great. <laughs> do you have any menu items from the reception or cake flavors you can recommend? Ooh, yes. Okay, so I am actually gluten-free and vegetarian, so it's not always easy to get options like that. But, of course, Disney's fantastic, Just Mary's fantastic, Paddlefish, 
absolutely amazing. And Tattlefish was able to provide a gluten-free pasta with vegetables. And it was it was really great. And I know that the other guests, some of them had the filet mignon. And they absolutely loved it. And the salmon, too, people just love. So pretty much anything at Paddlefish is a home run. Can't recommend anymore. As far as our wedding cake, we actually got our wedding cake from Erin McKenna's in Disney Springs. And they were so sweet because they just walked it right over to Paddlefish from their bakery at no extra cost. And the cake was the talk of the town. We had a lemon cake with raspberry jam and lemon frosting and it was so moist it was so fresh it was honestly the best cake I've ever had and it was completely gluten-free and vegan so could not recommend that anymore and it was a really nice price point as well so that was great that's wonderful can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day ran yes okay so I'll just start out by saying that our ceremony was at 12 p.m. So backing up from that, my mom and I got up at about, (laughs) I think, 4 o'clock. No, we got up at like like a little bit before 5, a little bit before 5. And our hair and makeup team came over. We were staying at the Old Key West. So they came over at about 5.15 and they started doing our hair and makeup at 5.30 my mom and I and you know my bridesmaids and junior bridesmaids that went on for some time I think I was finished with my hair and makeup a little before nine our photographers and videographers came to our villa at Old Key West at 8 a.m and they immediately started taking pictures and everything they were absolutely incredible at 9 20 I had my first look with my dad which was definitely one of my favorite moments, most emotional for sure. And at 9.35, I had my first look with Bo outside Old Key West, which was so great. And then we just, we got a bunch of pictures up until about 10 a.m. And then we got pictures with my immediate family, Bo's immediate family, and the wedding party at Old Key West until 10.30. Then after that, Bo and I went over to Disney Springs, and got pictures until about 11.30. And then after that, we made our way up to Paddlefish. Had the whole ceremony. And at 12.30 is when the ceremony ended. And then from 12.30 to 1, we got some more pictures. 1 started the reception. The reception ended at 3.30. And then we had our photographers and videographers until 6 p.m. And so we went over to the boardwalk and the beach club and yacht club and got pictures over there. That's great. Now, when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects of the event? And did they change when you switched from planning at Disneyland versus planning paddlefish in a month? (laughs) That's a really good question. I think most of them stayed the same. I mean, the, the biggest obviously is the venue which as you know did change but if I can be completely honest like I I think at first when I heard I couldn't have my wedding at Disney you know at Disneyland or Disney World I was a little bit devastated but Paddlefish was absolutely so magical I mean it is it's right in the heart of Disney Springs and something that 
actually people might not know is that Paddlefish, I think it was the first, one of the first character dining locations at Disney World. So that warmed my heart and definitely made Paddlefish that much more special to me. So yeah, venue had to be Disney. Like that was not negotiable for me. (laughs) Second biggest thing was definitely photographer, videographer. And obviously both of those things changed when we went to Florida. But oh my gosh, cannot say enough how much I loved Regina and her team. They were outstanding, like absolutely outstanding. Yeah, just the best. And I guess the third most important thing, probably like floral and decor. And definitely had some really great things lined up at Disneyland. But Honestly, I was in love with how it turned out at Paddlefish as well. It's hard for me to say because I only know the wedding day that I had, right? But, oh my goodness, loved the floral and decor at Paddlefish. It was, it was perfect. That's so great. Now, what aspects were less important when you were planning where you saved your money or your effort? Definitely when we switched over... I would say the time of day, like we have the ceremony at, at noon. A lot of people, I feel like, like to have their ceremony a little bit later in the day so they have more time to get ready. But I think an early ceremony is great because, honestly, you don't get that much sleep before your wedding. <laughs> Anyways, if you're anything like me, and you save quite a bit of money by doing it earlier, at least at Pellowfish, you save money by having the ceremony and reception earlier. And that was great. That was perfect. And I would say, honestly, like the DJ slash dancing, like I did care about dancing, but the DJ, yeah, did, didn't have that at Paddlefish, but honestly didn't really miss it. It was such an intimate ceremony. Third thing, I don't know, like it's, it's hard to say. I think I would have, I would be able to give a better answer if I, you know, had the wedding at Disneyland, but yeah, those two things. I guess I wasn't super particular with the menu, but, you know, it was amazing. So, (laughs) yeah. Okay, so what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? Oh, it's so hard to choose just one. Can I give, can I give like a few? Is that okay? Yes, yes. Because, you know, of course the ceremony should be everybody's favorite memory, but you can have others. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, I think definitely like that moment when our coordinator from Just Mary is like, all right, Molly, like you're up. And so I walked over right as I was about to walk out onto the deck and I met my dad and he was like, all right, here we go. Our time to shine. And I don't know, it just made me laugh, like him saying that. And just that moment right before everything changed in my life forever. That was so special to me. And yeah, getting, obviously getting to hear you know Bo's vows and another really special thing was that Bo's dad actually officiated our wedding and so that was that was absolutely unforgettable and my brother gave a speech too that had everyone crying at the reception so that was definitely one of my favorites for sure that's wonderful now did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected I mean, in terms of the original plan, it definitely was different than from what I expected, but it was perfect. I mean, I don't think, yeah, I, I don't think anything like, you know, majorly went wrong. It was pretty, pretty flawless, all things considered. I guess the one thing I would just definitely recommend is 
make sure you have enough time. Like, we definitely, like, I had some time to eat in the morning, but I couldn't imagine not having gotten up at, like, 4.30 a.m., so that was necessary. And also, too, we were staying in a two-bedroom villa at the Old Key West Resort, and there was a lot of people in there, which is great, but I, I can't imagine staying in any smaller of a room with having, like, hair and makeup artists and photographers and videographers and your family, in my case, my whole family and cousins and, you know, all that. So would definitely recommend make sure you have enough space for, like, all of that in the morning. That's a great tip. Was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be? I guess the dancing. Like, I think when you know with the restrictions and everything I was like oh like what are we gonna do if we can have like you know everyone this big group dancing at the reception like I thought that you know that was such a big aspect that seemed really special to me but I think honestly I didn't really even miss that at all when the reception happened because it was just so nice to like sit down and talk to Bo and like actually get time with my husband like on the you know, during the reception. And um, yeah, like just get a really unique and intimate reception where I got to talk to every single one of the guests. And I think, you know, my first dance with Bo and my my father-daughter dance with my dad, those were so special. And yeah, it's like the whole no dancing thing really wasn't, I can't even imagine a space for it in the reception because there's so much going on. So yeah, that for sure. Got it. Okay. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? Maybe something that you had originally planned for your Disneyland wedding and now having done it this way, you think, "Mm, we didn't really need that at Disneyland. (laughs) It's hard to say. I mean, I loved everything about our wedding at Paddlefish so much. I wouldn't have wanted to change a thing. I think, I think that, so, you know, originally I was supposed to be getting married at the Disneyland Hotel which is, of course, super magical, but I think it's just as magical to be getting married at Disney Springs because you're right in the heart of the magic. Like, you can see the art of character balloon going up, and there's so much Disney theming all around you. You're still on Disney property, so that was great. I think maybe I would have considered, hey, what would it be like to have a wedding at Disney Springs versus, like, actual Disneyland, Disney World? I would have done it, but yeah, anything else? I don't, I don't think I would have changed anything besides that. That's wonderful. Do you have any other tips or advice for couples planning at Walt Disney World? Ooh, I would say just do your research and just pick a day that that you're going to be happy with. And, you know, don't feel pressured for it to look a certain way or be, you know, at a traditional time or place. Like, you know, I got married at noon and it was perfect. But yeah, honestly, I would say, like, don't be afraid to explore options with, with Just Mary as well. I think I was kind of one track minded, like, oh my gosh, have to do Disney fairy tale weddings or else, like, won't be a fairy tale. And that was absolutely not true. Like, I had the fairy tale wedding with Just Mary at Disney Springs and it was perfect. So, yeah, don't don't be afraid to explore all the options out there. And especially in this time with COVID and uncertainty, like I would recommend if you want to get married, 
go for it. Like, don't wait on something just because you can't have, like, everything perfect. Like, I would not have wanted to wait for just personally, like, for every detail to be right. Like, that just, it didn't matter to me as much. And that's what I recommend. But everybody's different, so no judgment. <laughs> <laughs> that's great advice. Well, Molly, I think you've offered a ton of great advice for anyone who's interested in getting married at Paddlefish or at Walt Disney World, and they're wondering if maybe they should postpone their wedding or just go for it. And I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you so much, Carrie. Oh, it's been so great to talk to you. And yeah, if you want to get married right now, I say just go for it because, you know, life's short and you got to make the most of it. (laughs) That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, Check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>